all adoration, ascribe majesty to his name. He is the Almighty. He rules and reigns in the affairs of men. He is beautiful beyond description, too marvelous for words. Magnify him that dwells in the midst of the cherubims, covered with light inaccessible. Give him all praise, the judge of the whole earth. Bless him, the one that have the final say, the glory and the lifter up of our heads. Exalt his majesty, glorify him, our provider, our help, our sustainer, the Lord of hosts. He fights our battle. The Bible says, Blessed be God, who daily load us with benefit. That you are here this morning is a testimony that you are a partaker of the benefit of today. Glorify him. Give him all adoration. For thine is the kingdom, O God, the power and the glory. Who can be likened unto him? Lord, we worship you. Bless him in an unknown tongue. For that is the language of the heavenlies. In Rabansaton de Lika, Masupa Malazon de Hinda, Lazabron Kalima Kaida, Raposkuta, Redumas Kahima, Labazonte Him, Masanda Lipragontoli Kahima, Rapos Kaida, Raduba Magose, Indrabosa Tupralikaya, Rekeposo Tumaya, Mazubra Gaduza, Laprato Lima Kaya, Reprekemons, Mazadonze di Galima Huda, La Pracabos, Yekapatalia, Raposa, La Posoto, Masuma Kaida Kaya, Ripatoso Tuma Kadaya, bless him, call him his beautiful name, the Rose of Sharon, the Lily of the Valley, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the soon coming King. Give him praise this morning. Retuza Montelica, Bagazote Indrabos, Masuma Kaida, Rataposo Kotalia, Gipaso Tumakaya. The psalmist says, Let my glory arise and bless the Lord. Everything that you have, pour it unto him. For the Bible says, that praise is comely for the righteous. Praise is the only thing that God can receive from us. Lord, we worship you this morning. Lord, we give you all the glory. Blessed be thy name, O God. For in Jesus' name, we have worship. All hail the power Jesus name let angels 
Praise for lift up and circumstances Lord over our battles Lord over everything we can ever ask or think because you are the almighty accept our thanks this morning in the name of Jesus O Lord our God unto you shall the garden of your people be we have come to meet with you this morning Father by your mercy Please meet with us. Bless us this day. Let your will for this service be accomplished in the name of Jesus. Let nobody go back the same way they have come. Thank you, our Father. In the name of God the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit we have asked. Amen. And amen. The church will say better. Please be seated in his presence. God bless you. Let's celebrate the Zion voices. As they go back to their seat. God bless you choir.
You are welcome to the house of God this morning. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forever. You will not miss your own portion in Jesus' name. Before we go into the word, please listen to this announcement. Number one is that it is well with you. I didn't hear your amen. So it doesn't matter what you have come here with today. By the end of this day, it will indeed be well with you. Number two is to remind us of our pledges towards our projects and um, specifically now the LED project which we have a target for next month to install them. The Lord will use you and he will use me in Jesus name. A word of comfort the Lord said tell my people of my needs. So, when God is like that, it means he has positioned you to meet the needs he has in the church. And some of those needs, our Father in the Lord have told us, will be unveiling them one after the other. Once upon a time, there were apostles. They performed miracles, raised the dead, made the lame to walk. But among them was a quiet man. His name was not known. He was not popular. But when it was time to go and see Pontius Pilate, engineers, please help us. He had the influence. So some of us are here we are not necessarily pastors. We may not be able to raise the dead, but God has blessed you. He has positioned you. He has given you influence for the use of the church. Please don't hold back. For that singular act, we read about a man today called Joseph Aramathia. He was not a miracle worker, but he had the political might, the influence to meet the governor, and he did. And God recorded it in the Bible. I don't know why God has raised you in the church, but please, don't shy away from what God have called you to do. Number two is evangelism. Today is a personal evangelism. You'll be giving tracts to go out on your own by yourself. When we get to heaven, we are going to be judged by so many things, our righteousness, the souls that we want, 
there is somebody God has positioned for you to talk to, win, and bring to church. Please don't shy away from it. July will be the beginning of the second half of the year. So we are going to be having on the first Sunday of the month a big Thanksgiving service called Media Thanksgiving and it's also tagged Cultural Sunday. Let's celebrate the Lord. So I want you to get ready. That's why we are telling you ahead. The Cultural Sunday will be thanking God from our geographical source of origin. In Nigeria, we have six geopolitical zones, isn't it? Southeast, Southwest, South, South. So we want us to begin to prepare. If you are from Southeast, we are going to give time. We we'll all gather together, know ourselves, go and prepare your song, go and dress like the evil man you are, Yoruba man dress. In fact, that day, we want to celebrate God big time. Can I have a big hallelujah to the Lord? Why? Because to survive Nigeria to this moment calls for some form of thanksgiving. And then we'll be praying for Nigeria. When the Southeast come, we'll pray for the Southeast, South, South, Northeast, and so on and so forth. And then finally, before we go into the world, our um, joy in the morning will be this Saturday in this auditorium. Let's clap for the Lord. We are having a guest minister fully loaded. So don't join to watch online because those people online are, we are targeting the people in US, UK, America, people in VI that cannot come. But for you, make sure you are here. The man of God that will be coming is Pastor Ibitu Ukaiwe. You can see him there on the board. So be there. And after that, end of the month will be another weekend of encounter. Glory be to God. An anointing service. So get ready. Three days fast. Um, a vigil, anointing service, your life certainly will never remain the same. Glory be to God. Today, we are going to be teaching from um, an outline because today is the grand finale of training weekend. So, all over the redeemed Christian Church of God um, nationwide at least we are all going to be having one sermon and the theme of that sermon is a blessed people please say it after me a blessed people are you among those that are blessed if you are say I am a blessed person say my family is a blessed family say the church of God it's a blessed church. Glory be to God. 
Now, this is the grand finale of the training weekend. And in Redeemed Christian Church of God, we have this specialized weekend to draw your attention to various arms of the church. So today, we are focusing on the training arm of the church. And they are the, the Sunday school that we have just had, the Bible college, and the educational arm of the mission. Are you aware that the redeemed Christian church of God have schools all over? They are called the redeemed school movement. You see them here and there, redeemed school. Sometimes they are called by different names. Like um, if, you, if you are coming into Ikeja from Maryland, you see, um, what's this school now? Um, ah, I've forgotten the name. By the right. It does not necessarily carry redeemed name, but is a redeemed school. And so on and so forth. Then we have, of course, the redeemed um, school of mission. All of these arms of training are absolutely available for anybody. You don't have to be a pastor to go to Bible college or to go to school of mission or to register your child in any of our, Bible, of our schools. That's why I want to introduce another Bible college student who is also on attachment and she will be uh, functioning as a minister this season. Please celebrate with me, Sister Omaumi Ajose. Let's give it up for her, another Bible college student. She's not a pastor. She's one of us, but she's currently in the Bible school. So, ma'am, the Lord will strengthen you. Every virtue that you will receive from the Bible college, God will use it to take you higher in life and in ministry. Ultimately, among your peers, you will stand out and you will make heaven. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. God bless you. Let's celebrate her. So that's Bible college for us. All of us are expected. We also have School of Disciples. School of Disciples is another training arm. And in fact, we were told yesterday to announce to you, you want to join the School of Disciples, though officially the registration have closed but the portal was open recently to accommodate more people so if you want to enroll in the school of disciples um, meet more, uh, Pastor Richard yes Pastor Richard Pastor Richard waved to us okay sorry Daddy, Daddy Adegwe is also there yes please meet him. That's one very interesting school. All you learn there is just three 
major topic. Know yourself, know your enemies, weapon of our warfare. It will just be going like this, getting broad. By the time you finish, Satan will be under your feet. You will no longer be afraid of your enemy because you already know who you are. You know who your enemy is. You also know how to deal with him by your weapon of warfare. In fact, if you don't take advantage of this opportunity, you don't know what you are missing. All right, today, the topic of this training weekend is a blessed people. Let's quickly go through it in a few minutes. What is a blessing? What is a blessing? In the redeemed Christian church of God, we have come to be familiar with this definition of blessing that our father in the Lord gave. And what was that? No, I, I think I talked about school of mission. I said it. School of mission is another training arm. He just told me now that I didn't talk about school of mission. That is one school where people are raised to go out and work for God. There are some people here you feel you want to go extra mile for God. School of mission will help to prepare you very well. Thank you very much for reminding us. Now, so we're saying there is a definition and I want you to know it because it's very profound about what blessing means. A blessing is an invitation to all forces. Forces in heaven, forces on earth, forces underneath the earth to cooperate with a man to help him to succeed. Did you see that? Very unique, very outstanding definition. That's why our text that we have read, Genesis 27, from verse 20 to 29, comes handy. I just want us to move on. That's why I'm not reading it again. Now, let's look at verse 29 of that verse, of that portion, to corroborate this definition. A blessing is an invitation to all forces in heaven, on earth, beneath the earth, to cooperate with a man to help him to succeed. Look at the board. The Bible says, let people serve thee. That was um, Isaac blessing Jacob. Supposedly, he thought he was blessing Esau. Let's not go into whether Jacob was wrong or Jacob was right. Destiny was at play there. Now, let people serve thee and nations bow to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren and let thy mother's son bow down to thee. Cause be everyone that cursed thee and bless thee everyone that blessed thee. Can you see the heavy words that are there? For somebody 
that is blessed. Wherever you go, people will just be serving you. Wherever you go, nations will be bowing to you. Wherever you go, you will just see yourself at the top. Praise the Lord. It's not because you are the best, but there is a power compelling things to work for you. That will be our portion in the name of Jesus. Why? Because a force have been summoned from heaven, earth, beneath the earth to cooperate with a blessed person. In addition, a blessing is something good given to you over and above basic needs. Everything given to you in addition to what you need is a blessing. So, blessing is just surplus, extra, jarasis, or whatever you want to call them. It is interesting to note that when God created the heavens and the earth and created man, everything that man would need was already made available. You may not want to agree. Say, what do you mean? Let me prove it to you. When God created man, he placed him in the garden. And in that garden, there was money. Hello? You don't believe me? That in the garden of Eden, there was money. I'll prove it to you. Genesis chapter 2, verse 10 to 12. Genesis 2, 10 to 12. And the river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from thence it was parted and became into four heads. Verse 11 says, The name of the first is Pison. That is it, which compassed the whole land of Avila, where there is what? Say it again. Where there is what? It's good. Money. Hey, bros, if you find gold today, you are in money. Interpretation. There are blessings that God has given you that can translate into money. But you need spiritual eyes to see it. Hello? Are you aware that what makes a man rich is not his certificate but it's the idea. Who gives idea, ladies and gentlemen? God. So, in the Garden of Eden, there was everything. So, I put it to you today that everything that you need as a blessed person is already given to you. But you need to decipher it. You need to see it. You need to understand it. You need your eyes to be open to see that's why I'm praying today may God open your eyes there are blessings everywhere once upon a time people were suffering in Lagos all we knew was pure water but pure water 
has not fully penetrated the populace. Somebody's eyes was open. He upgraded from pure water to sachet water. You know, it used to be for you, the elites, the educated, you won't take that one, they tie in nylon and tie the head, which was the original pure water. For those who know, that was the original pure water. And people used to carry it on the head and hawk it. When the man saw your toothness, your swag, your education, he upgraded idea to such a water. So people who are bankers, they don't want to call it pure water. They want to separate it from their mother's own. Say, give me such a water. No problem. Somebody is making money. And then they saw that some of you too, in your very good car, you don't want to buy such a water. They upgraded to bottle water. Somebody is making money. May God bless you with idea. So everything we need to be blessed in all forms have been given. In our health, it has also been given. That's why Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not do what? Want. You will not want in any area of your life. Now, what happens when a man is blessed of God? What happens when a man is blessed of God? From the Bible portion that we have read, one beautiful thing that happened to a man that is blessed of God is that he carries immunity, divine immunity from the curses of man. Nobody can curse a man that God has blessed. Numbers 23 and verse 8. Numbers 23 and verse 8. The Bible says, Yes, engineers, please, let's be fast. Who shall I cause? I mean, how shall I cause whom God had not caused? Or how shall I defy whom the Lord has not defied? Deuteronomy 23, 4 to 5. Deuteronomy 23, 4 to 5. Because they met you not with bread and with water in the way when you came forth out of Egypt, and because they hired against thee Balaam the son of Beor of Petor of Mesopotamia to cause thee, the Bible says in verse 5, nevertheless, the Lord thy God would not hearken unto Balaam. So when you are blessed, anybody that try to curse you, God will not hear. Praise the Lord. And it is God that allows or disallows whatever happens on earth. And the Bible went forward to say, but the Lord thy God turned the curse into a blessing 
unto thee. I pray today, whatever curse is upon any man or woman, may it be turned to blessing. Because you are blessed. So there is divine immunity from every form of curse. However, I must tell you that being blessed is a choice. Why is it a choice? Because you must do something before you are blessed. Genesis chapter 27 verse 1 to 4. Genesis 27 verse 1 to 4. Genesis 27 1 to 4. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called his son, his eldest son, and said unto him, My son, and he said unto him, Behold, here am I. Yes, two. And he said, Behold, now I'm old. I'm not, I know not the day of my death. Verse 3. Now therefore, I pray thee, thy weapon, thy quiver, and thy blood, and go out to the field and take me some venison. Look at verse 4. And make me savory meat, such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless thee before I die. So, blessing is a choice. We are talking about LED now. We say everybody be a part of it. Every time you sow a seed in the church, the pastor raises an altar of blessing for you by pronouncement and God honors it. Every time you help somebody the person blesses you. God honors it. Every time you do something extraordinary, blessing is provoked from heaven. That's why the Bible says in Deuteronomy 30 and verse 19 that blessing is a choice. Deuteronomy 30 and verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that thou and thy seed may live. Blessing is part of life. Choose it. Whatever you do in life, you are inadvertently choosing blessing or cursing. For instance, if you choose to be a wicked person, if you choose to be wayward, if you choose to be a sinner, automatically you are bringing curse upon yourself and your generation. So, blessing is a choice. Today, it is my prayer that we will all choose blessing over cursing 
in the name of Jesus. Now, we need to know who are the blessed. There is um, a general assumption. For instance, today, we all say we are the children of God. Yes. But when we go deeper, tell your neighbor, neighbor. Say neighbor. Say neighbor, bro. If you have to, say touch the neighbor and say neighbor. You are blessed. Don't sleep, oh. Hallelujah. Because faith comes by if you don't hear, your faith will not be boosted. Alright, so I was saying when we ask a question, we say we are all children of God. Yes, so I agree with you. But when we go deeper, you get to know that we are all creatures of God, but not all children of God. Hello? Why? John chapter 1, 11 and 12. He said, but he came unto his own. His own received him not. And then in verse 12, he went on to say that John chapter 1, 11 and 12, not John 11 and 12. John 1, John 1. In our verse, he said, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to be what? Sons of God. So, if you are not born again, you are a creature of God and not a son of God. Let's take it further. Who wants to go to heaven or who will go to heaven and now sit in the motor park? Everybody will put up their hand. But, sir, ma, the truth is, not heaven is not meant for creatures of God, but heaven is meant for children of God. So we are going deeper. So we are all blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. But there are conditions. So let's look at who are the blessed people. We are driving the point to number one, they are the chosen of God. They are people that God have chosen, God have called, God have set apart by himself for himself. Psalm 65 verse 4. Psalm 65 verse 4. We'll be reading a lot of passages from Psalm. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee that he may dwell in thy court, we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, of thy house, even of the holy temple. Praise the Lord. So you discover that for all of us is a privilege that we are here today. Hello. I'll prove it to you. I don't know about you, but I know that I know that I have colleagues that are still in the world. They are not born again. Do you have one? Then you are privileged to be here. Preach to them. They don't want to hear. 
tell them about Christ, they say you are blabbing. And they don't know that their end is terrible. But here we are, privileged to be what we are. In my old boys association, we have a WhatsApp group, like a lot of us. By the way, I attended all boys school. So, um, we were chatting and one of us just said something. Another one just said, wow, that's a good one. He said, I will give you a treat. I will take you to a strip club. Hello? A strip club. That's where ladies dance naked. That was supposed to be a treat for somebody who did what he liked. And of course, trust the Son of God to talk. Then I blasted. What is a married man doing in a strip club? Praise the Lord. But do you know that when I said it, some of you said, ha. Ah. The reason why you can say ha ah, is that God have opened your eyes to see what is good and what is bad. So you are blessed. Say it to, my, to yourself, I am blessed. Number two, so you are chosen. Number two is committed. The people who are committed. Those who are committed to Christ. We are going deeper. You know some are chosen, but they are not committed. They are Christians who don't care. They call themselves Christians, but they do whatever they are like. They, don't, they are not committed to Christ. They are not committed to the things of God. We are talking of evangelism now. They will throw tracks away. When you say, come for VG, they say, I don't need it. When they leave here, they will go and drink beer and drink all manner of things. Some still smoke. You are not committed. Can I tell you, people of God, when you see a Songo worshiper, what are the signs? Probably the, the braids on their head. Their uniform, isn't it? And that man is not bothered whose horse is God he will appear before president in that regalia. Somebody once said, the reason why House of Assembly people misbehave and embezzle our money is that they don't fear God. But when you take a Songo priest, when you take an Ogun worshiper or priest there, and the man says, come and touch this item. As you are touching him, say, if I steal one money, the man will, will be afraid. You know why? Commitment. You are a Christian. You are not bold enough to declare your God. In your dressing, in your speech, everything you do, when people say, eh, please, as a Christian, dress well. You say, hey, Christianity is in the heart. I can dress you alike. And no good worshiper will not say that. 
And some gold priests will not say that. Why? He referenced and is afraid of his God. Commitment. Are you still blessed? Tell your neighbor, be committed to God. Glory be to God. So, um, are you aware that it was commitment? Daniel 3, 16 to 18. Write it down. We will not read it. It was commitment that made Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to enter the fire. Commitment. And they said, if the God we serve will not save us, we will die. Commitment. Today, you learned people, we call it fanatism. Say, that's fanatical. That's to the extreme. How can you go to fire? Because you are serving God. Commitment. Are you still blessed? Tell your neighbor, please be committed to God. Number three, confident. Confident. The chosen people who are blessed are confident in their God. To be confident is to be positive. To be confident is to trust blindly. The blessed are confident that God will bless them. That God will save them. That you don't need to cut corners. He is able to fulfill his words. Praise the Lord. Let us read Luke 1 and verse 45. Luke 1 verse 45. You can write down Psalm 105, 17 to 22. The Bible says, And blessed is she that believe, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Blessed is he that believe. To believe is to be confident in the Lord. Because he is not a man that he should lie. Have God told you anything? Please hold on to him. He will not fail. Number four. Who are the blessed? The blessed is someone who is compassionate. Someone who is compassionate. Whose life is filled with compassion. To be compassionate is to be merciful, is to be empathic, is to feel for somebody, is to put yourself at all times in the shoes of another person. Praise the Lord. That's why everywhere you see the Bible says Jesus had compassion. What it meant, Jesus felt what the person was feeling and he was prompted to act. Are you compassionate? Psalm 41 
verse 1 to 3. Psalm 41, verse 1 to 3. Are you compassionate? Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. Now, pause. I've always said there are strategies in the word of God to live every aspect of life bountifully. Now, look at this. If you are a compassionate person, it doesn't matter the crisis in Nigeria. God will always deliver you. Hello? That's what the word of God is saying. Where there is trouble, your act of godliness will speak for you. A lady once gave testimony. She said, by the grace of God, she gives. He said one day, robbers stormed her house. She was a single lady. They got into her house, and when they came in, they met her. Of course, you know what robbers will do. They wanted to rape her. He said she quietly prayed. He said, God, let my offering speak for me. Hello? As soon as that prayer went forth, God sent confusion into their midst. The, the leader said to the one who was already removing his button, are you mad? Is that why we came here? Before you know it, they started arguing. And then the man said, let's go. And they left her. She understood spiritual principles. She knew that her giving was not in vain. And she raised an altar of prayer. Please return that Bible portion. Verse number two. The Bible says, verse two, the Lord will preserve him and keep him alive and he shall be blessed upon the earth and thou will not, I mean, and thou will not Deliver him unto the will of his enemies. Verse 3. That's for somebody who is compassionate. Who will extend something to the needy. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. When you are sick, divine health, divine help will locate the person. Thou will make all his bed in his sickness. When God makes your bed, it means he's saying to you, you are discharged and released. Number five, who are the blessed? They are chastened. They are chastened. In other words, the blessed are those whom God chastises. They are those whom God chastises when they go wrong. Like that, the Jew used to say, if God does not correct you, know that you are a bastard. God once said, consigning Ephraim, Ephraim have joined himself to idol 
He said, leave him alone. May God not leave us alone. So every time you are corrected, every time you are chastised, every time somebody places his eyes on you, brother, what is wrong with you? You are no more committed. You are no more steadfast. It is because God does not want you to go astray and by extension, you are blessed. Write down Psalm 94, 12 to 13, Hebrews 12, 5 to um, 11. We will not read it because of our time. Number six, who are the blessed? They are the challenged. They are the challenged. So, if you are challenged today, in whatever form, you are blessed. Why? Your challenges, your problems are the bedrock on which miracles and testimonies are birthed. So, if you have a problem today, congratulations. Because definitely, testimony will come out of it. Can I hear a big amen? So, when you have problems... As a child of God, don't be discouraged. Weeping may endure for a night, but what comes in the morning? Joy. I have not seen a child of God that is not challenged. Hello? Have you seen one? Abraham was. And today we call him the father of all our blessings. We even sing Abraham's blessings are mine. But you forgot that before that blessing, number one, he waited for God for a child for 25 years. Number two, the only son after Ishmael that God gave him, God said, go and sacrifice it. Is that not a challenge? It's just like today. You have an only child. Maybe he's sick. And God sent the word to you and said, that's your child. I'm taking the child. What will you do? All of us will fast and pray and say, no, God. But that is even prophetic. This one, God said, Abraham, take a knife. Take wood. Go and sacrifice your only son. I guess some of us will move, say, I must see that they are deboy. After that, you go to mountain of fire. They say, what's your problem? See, there is this evil thought that I should keep my son. I want you to bind that spirit for me. Praise the Lord. But the man didn't know it was a trap for him to be blessed. So when he obeyed, God said, eh, since you have done this, in blessing, I will bless you. Your generation is blessed. May God bless us. But don't forget, you will be challenged. You will be challenged. There are things that we dare not say today. But the man we call our father in the Lord today was once upon a time on this side of the pew, of the pulpit. 
that the Adeboye and his wife joined the church and then the founder that the Akinda Yomi on a Sunday like this said God have a need go and close your bank account and bring the money if we say that today some of you will not come to church next Sunday hello am I lying I like telling the truth. If I was there and somebody said I would not come. But you know what? This same man and his wife went to close their bank account. Brought what was there. And the next Sunday, the man of God announced and said, I gave an instruction. How many of you did? We are not talking of Bible days here or not. The man is still alive. He said he was shocked. Only he and his wife. Ah. Some more learned people would have looked and said, are you mad? You close your account? But today, Salman, if that man says, I need money. In fact, some of you will see your offering. He didn't ask. You will see offering. Ushers will testify. Daddy Gio, sit to Daddy Gio. The man is not asking you, but you are sowing. Who told you to do it? He's a blessed man. There is a force you didn't know that is asking you to bless him. If you want to know, go to his house. Every day you see people queuing. What are they doing? They are coming to draw blessing. The man didn't ask. He started somewhere. He closed his account at a time. And guess what? After closing that account, what will happen? There will be need. There will be challenge. But he has weathered the storm. And today, he's reaping the blessing. The grace to do something special for God May God give unto us. The same man said, God said to him, Give me, and what's that offering again? Um, I've forgotten that word. Ah, there's a word he used. He said, That is the offering you want to give God, and your hand will be shaking. Maybe all you have, you have closed your account, you want to drop it. Satan will be saying, Hey, and then we remind you of your of your children school fees. and then you'll be thinking ah, should I drop it God have made demands and he brings challenges that will turn to blessing number seven the blessed people are those who endure temptation blessed people are those who endure temptation because temptation is a way that God tries us and after that you will receive a crown. James chapter 1 and verse 12 James 1 verse 12. Please put it on the board. Blessed is the man that endured temptation for when he's tried he shall receive the 
crown of life which the Lord had promised to them that love him. Have you ever been tempted? Are you right now being tempted? If you are, you are blessed. If you can overcome it. Because I have gone through it. I know that there is somebody here that is tempted. The day I gave my life to Christ, I was in between the devil and the deep blue sea. That day, the salmon was taught life. And there I was. I just had a new girlfriend. I was to leave church to go and keep a date that we end up in fornication. The reason I'm telling you is that you may be here in that shoes. I thank God that I was not born into a Christian home like my children are. Where we guide them and say, don't do X, Y, Z. No. I went into the world and God found me. So I can relate. I can relate. I was once in the court in school. I can relate. I was in the what you call a lemu. I can relate. Where they do all manner of I can relate. Some of us are there and you are here right now. Brother, you are being tempted. You can break away. Praise the Lord. Sister, you are being tempted. You can break away. You are being tempted. You can break away. I have attended nightclubs. I've been to party. I, I used to say it as a student in uh, Lagos State Poly. We, ha- we went to party in Ikorodu. We left there by 1 a.m. We were going to Surulere for another party. At Ojuelegba Bridge, that's where we would have died. Because my friend, who was also drunk, who was driving, lost control, and ran, ran into the edge of the bridge. Thank God we're not in so much of a high speed. We would have just jumped over the bridge and everybody would have died. And after all the partying, I joined Molue to go back home. I don't know how I got home because I was drunk. Praise the Lord. And some of you are still there. The reason I'm telling you is that you can come out. Hello? You can come out. You can come out. There's nothing that is tying you there. It's all a matter of volition, decision, making up your mind. Why? You, there is a crown waiting for you when you can break away from temptation. And finally, Psalm 1 lists out some blessedness that we want to run through very quickly. Number one, blessed is the man that do not take counsel with the wicked people. You don't take counsel from the wicked people, you are blessed. Blessed is the man that do not stand in the way of sinners. You don't hang out with sinners. A lot of people hang out. And advert is not helping us. 
There was a time Guinness was bombarding everywhere. Five, um, is it five, 35 or what? Telling you that once you close, it's time to hang out. And there is somebody that I know, a believer, the wife used to tell me in my former, every time he closes, he will not get home until 10, 11. When the wife kept complaining, one day I called him, I said, what is your problem? Where do you go? He said, pastor, sometimes I just hang out with friends. I said, you are a sinner. You better repent. Because you can't hang out. Boys have things in common. You hang out with boys, you are likely to drink. You hang out with boys, you are likely to womanize. A young boy got married because he's still hanging out. And they were standing. I was there. And then one of his friends just said, ah, it will be here. So he just turned and said, ah, we are not church. I just slapped his head. I slapped his head like this bar. Ah, he said, he said, Pastor, I forgot you are there. We are colleagues. I said, Femi, you just got married. You are wooing baby. Eh? Eh? Why? Because of his friends. May God help us. So don't hang out with sinners. Number three, blessed are the people who do not sit, I mean, sit in the seat of scorners. Scorners, mockers, unserious people, NFAs, don't sit in their midst. Blessed are the people who delight in the law of God. Are you still delighting in the law of God? Pay tight. You say, God forbid. They are cheating me. The law of God. Live holy. You say, don't worry. When I'm true, I will join. Number five. Blessed are the people that meditate on the word of God at all times. Do you still read your Bible? When last did you open your Bible? Number six. Blessed are the people that bear fruit. Are you winning souls for the Lord? And finally, number seven. Blessed are the people that prosper. Kingdom riches are not for just anybody. It is committed for a purpose. Therefore, when you are rich, when you are prosperous, when you are blessed, because every child of God is meant to prosper. Remember, it is for the work of the kingdom. Shall we bow down our head as we talk to God? Say, Father, you have blessed me. Let my blessing not be turned to curse. Go ahead and speak to the Lord. Lord, you have blessed me by saving my soul. You have blessed me by making me what I am today. You have blessed me with health. Please do not withhold your blessing from me. Do not let your blessing turn to cursing in my life. Pray to the Lord and say, Oh God, everything in my life that will deprive me of more blessings, remove them from me. Talk to the Lord. 
everything I'm doing currently, everything that I am indulging myself with, that will turn my blessing to cursing or curses. Father, please have mercy on me. Go ahead and pray also and say, Lord, give me the grace to be compassionate. Give me the grace to be committed. Give me the grace to bear chastisement. Give me the grace to be a man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, that does not sit in the seat of the scornful, that does not um, walk in the ways of sinner. Give me the grace to be a man of the world in the name of Jesus. Pray for yourself because you are blessed. And as you are praying, all eyes closed and all heads bow. If you are here today and you are struggling, even when God says you are blessed, you are still struggling with some sins in your life. Or better still, you are not even born again. I wonder why you are here. The reason why I'm saying it is that what is the essence of coming to church if you don't want to be committed? What's the essence of saying you are a Christian when truly you are not? What's the essence of saying I'm serving God when God will say, I don't know you? It were better you stay away or I stayed away. But thank God you are here. It means God is still interested in you. And he has not finished with you. So if you are here, you are not born again. Or you are still struggling with one sin in your life. And you are sincerely willing to give it up. Wherever you are, just put your hand on your chest and pray this prayer. Put your hand on your chest and pray this prayer. Do it sincerely and say, my father, please have mercy on me. I need your help. I am still struggling with this sin. Or better still, I don't know you. I want to be your child. Please come into my life. If you are praying that prayer, put your hand very well on your chest because I want to pray with you. But before I pray for you, I want the ushers to give you a form that you will feel so that we can pray more for you. So, lift up your hand where you are. Let the ushers see you and give you that form. Lift up your hand where you are. Please lift it up very well. Lift it up very well. I told you you may have come with a challenge. I told you my life so that you will know that you are not alone in this journey of life there is a time when god intervenes in the life of a man to save him or transform him if i didn't tell you the kind of life i lived you would not have believed you would think that all pastors were born saints not at all some of us have traveled too far but his mercy brought us back so, if you are there, the ushers have not reached you, please 
just lift up your hand. Let them meet because this is decision time. And it is this decision that will determine where your tomorrow will be. And I'm happy over two decades ago, I made this decision. Today, I can know what is right or wrong. I can differentiate. All eyes close. All eyes close. I want to pray for those people. Please come. If you're having a card, please come. Please come. Please come. I want to just touch your hand and extend grace to you. Please come. Wherever you are, just come. Just come. All eyes closed. It's not, we are not doing magic here. 